This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Well, BYU had one good half. Too bad it didn't lead to a victory. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. The team you trust, BYU, loses at Texas Tech, 85-78. to This after BYU was up by 16 points at the half. Let's get to what I liked and didn't like about this game. I will have to say, I liked that even though BYU was struggling to start the second half, they were crashing the glass and they were getting lots of second-chance points or at least chances for second po- second chance points, and they didn't quite convert them. So like that, uh, Ali Khalifa, second-half MVP. Uh, just some of his plays were amazing. A-, a floater that went off the backboard and in. I mean, you know, he went on a personal six-point run for the Cougars, pump fake in a basket, taking advantage of a mismatch with a smaller player on him. It, you know, he, I think he realized that he needed to step up in the second half when the three-pointers weren't going down, and he was – taking things to the basket or taking advantage of guys who were smaller than him or taking advantage of the fact that the Tech big man had a had three fouls on him. He played great in this game. He had 21 points, 9 of 17 from the field. It's too bad that he couldn't hit more of his three-pointers as he was only 2 of 8 from three-point land. And one of the other things I like, Pop Isaacs. The Red Raiders guard scored to 32 points in this game. He hit big shots in the first half. He hit big shots in the second half. He was the man in Texas Tech's comeback win. What I didn't like, well, besides the fact that BYU gave up a 16-point lead at half, uh, how they responded after the half. You know the home team, when they're down big, they're going to come out and they're going to be aggressive on the offensive end. You've got to be just as aggressive on the defensive end, and I just don't think BYU did that. I don't think they matched their aggressiveness to start the second half. Went from a 16-point lead to a 7-point lead in just a matter of a few minutes. Uh, The three-point shooters. I mean, we talked about how great they were in the first half. They were missing almost all of their shots in the second half. You know, I've heard a lot about you live by the three, you die by the three. This team is a three-point shooting team. I don't want them to not keep taking three-point shots. But they've got to figure out a way to score points when they're not making three-point shots. I don't know what that is, but they just need to figure that out. BYU turnovers led to easy tech baskets. Spencer Johnson, man, he followed up one of the best games of the season with one of the worst games of the season. This might sum up his day. He had a steal. He drove to the basket, realized it wasn't a good idea, and then he turns around and throws the ball away. Just a a tough day for Spencer Johnson. He goes two for nine from the field. Only four points on this day. Also had a couple of turnovers. And then Fuseni Traore not being aggressive going to the basket in the second half. Or at least it kind of looked like that. He he did try to drive a couple of times. Didn't feel comfortable. Tried passing it back out. Turns the ball over. He turned the ball over four times in this game. Led to a few easy baskets for Texas Tech. So those are the things I liked and didn't like about BYU's 85-75 to loss at Texas Tech. Coming up next, the BYU women's basketball team now has two victories in conference. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
Here's Cleon Wall with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU is up by 16 points at the half, but they lose today to Texas Tech 85 to 78. BYU only scores 30 points in the second half. In women's basketball, BYU women's team, they go and they win today over Texas Tech 60 to 46. BYU was led by Lauren Gustin. She had 17 points and 14 rebounds. Kaylee Wolston scores 15 points in the victory. BYU picks up their second conference win. Only one other Big 12 conference game going on right now. It's the final one of tonight. Kansas State hosting Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is winless so far in conference. But right now they have a 50-44 to lead over Kansas State. There's 11-16 left to go in the second half. If Kansas State is able to win, they will join Texas Tech with only one loss in conference so far this season. They would be the only two one-loss teams. Everyone else would have two or more losses, and that includes the third-ranked team in the nation. The Kansas Jayhawks lose at West Virginia today, 91-85. to This game was tied at 51 at the half. And then West Virginia outscores them by six in the second half. West Virginia now two and three in conference, seven and eleven overall. Kansas now fifteen and three overall, three and two in the Big Twelve conference. They will most surely, assuredly, drop in the polls. Meanwhile, fifth ranked Houston will move up in the polls because they beat UCF today, fifty seven forty two. You know, the great thing is that both these teams really rely a lot on their defense, and you can tell because UCF only scored fourteen points in the first half. 14. Of course, Houston only scored 28 points in the first half, and I guess it was a little tighter in the second half, but Houston again wins 57 to 42. Ninth ranked Baylor, they'll probably move down to the polls. They lose at Texas 75 to 73. Texas hits a basket with no time left to pull off the upset. Was it really an upset? It was at home. I don't know. Uh, Texas has been on kind of a slide, so it was probably a little bit of an upset, yeah. Uh, 15th-ranked Oklahoma playing at Cincinnati, and the Sooners are now 3-2 and two in the Big 12 Conference with a 69-65 win over the Bearcats. Bearcats now 2-3. and three. And then 24th-ranked Iowa State, great bounce-back game for them. They win at 19th-ranked TCU, 73-72. Other top 25 action, only... Two games going on, at least right now. Number one ranked UConn playing at Villanova. There's 11.28 left to go in the first half. And right now the Huskies have an 11-6 lead over Villanova. Uh, Pittsburgh playing at seventh ranked Duke. 11-10 left to go in the first half. And right now the Pitt Panthers have a 21-13 lead over the Blue Devils. Uh, one other game, top 25 game coming up a little bit later tonight. Two top 25 teams playing against each other. 22nd ranked Ole Miss playing at 13th ranked Auburn. Another SEC game. Uh, sixth ranked Tennessee. They win today 91-71 over Alabama. Tennessee now 14-4 and on the season. Second ranked Purdue. They notch another victory. They beat Iowa today in Iowa City 80 80- Four to 70. Zach Eddy, he had 30 points, 18 rebounds, and four block shots in the victory. Fourth ranked North Carolina goes on the road and they win at Boston College 76 to 66. 
17th-ranked Marquette played at St. John's, and they walk away from Madison Square Garden with a win, 73-72. 18th-ranked Creighton and Seton Hall go to three overtimes, and Creighton pulls out the victory, 97-94. to The two teams, uh, it, th- this is what it was in overtime. They scored 30 points, Creighton did, in overtime, in the three overtimes, so basically 10 points a, an overtime period, and, and Seton Hall scored 27 points in those three overtime periods. 21st-ranked Dayton, they win over Rhode Island, 96-62. to And then Arizona, they were down double digits in the first half to UCLA, and they come all the way back and beat UCLA 77-71. The Wildcats scored 49 points in the second half to UCLA's 34. It kind of sounds like the BYU-Texas Tech game. A 16th-ranked Utah State, they win today 83-62. So Utah State bounces back from a disappointing loss earlier this week. Eighth-ranked Kentucky, they score 105 points in regulation, and they win 105-94 to over Georgia. Hey, let's go back to the Utah State game. I just wanted to say one thing. Great Osibor, uh, he scored 20 points in that victory. Uh, Utah State now 17-2 and on the season, 5-1 and in the Mountain West Conference. NFL playoffs right now. The Baltimore Ravens, well, there is one game going on right now. It's the Green Bay Packers playing at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, still early in this game. Seven minutes left to go in the first quarter. The Packers have an early Three to nothing lead. The Baltimore Ravens, they are moving on to the AFC Championship game. They beat the Houston Texans today, 34 10. This game was tied at 10 at the half, but the Texans, their lone touchdown came on a punt return. And the Texans really struggled in this game, at least offensively, because, well, they get outscored 24 to nothing in the second half. C.J. Stroud, the rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans, he goes 19 19 of 33 for 175 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, so good for him. Lamar Jackson, 16 for 22, 152 yards passing and two TDs, but he also had 11 carries for 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns in that game. All right, after the break, we'll send you back to Lubbock for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU loses at Texas Tech 85-78 on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O' Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, before today, the most points BYU allowed in a half this year was 49 by Denver in the second half. Texas Tech scored 53 after the break and coming back to defeat BYU 85 to 78. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game. We've got Mark Pope standing by. We'll get to Coach Pope right after this next break. So let's wrap up our Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live broadcast by bringing you the Waystar star of the game. Brought to you by Waystar. Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com and he had never scored more as a BYU Cougar than he did today he is Ali Khalifa Khalifa in 27 minutes and 42 seconds scores a BYU career high 21 points with seven rebounds three assists he was a plus six 
he and Townsend Triple were the only plus players for BYU in this game. Ali was exceptional, did very well uh, at 21 to lead BYU in this one, but the Cougars do fall by 7 to Texas Tech, 85 to 78. BYU drops to 2 and 3 in the Big 12, but uh, in the mix, as again, uh, every day in this league, whether Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, or Saturday, uh, there are some results that will make you raise your eyebrows, and some that you say, I didn't see that coming, and some where you go, okay, well, that kind of played according to script, but I think the according to script games are a little rarer than the ones that make you go, hmm. Well, road games are, are you know hard to get, obviously, and when you have a 16-point, I mean, you just cringe because that's such a great opportunity to make a breakthrough on the road against a good team, and you didn't get it done, so now you go home and make sure you take care of business at home. That's going to be quite a week next week with Houston and Texas. Yep. I mean, that's, uh, that's a murderer's road there, but I, I like BYU's chances at home. They Notwithstanding what happened at Cincinnati, they seem to, to play better in the second half at home, and it's clearly a problem. I mean, the second half is a problem, not just in this game. Really, all season, that they've, they've been weaker in the second half, and they need to find a way to, to figure that out. We will hear from Mark Pope, get his perspective on today's setback right after this as we bring you the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coach Pope coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Greg and Mark back court, courtside at the United Supermarkets Arena here in Lubbock, Texas. Texas Tech comes back to defeat BYU by a score of 85-78 to 78 on this afternoon. And with the victory, Texas Tech maintains his spot at the top of the Big 12. The Red Raiders now 4-1. and one. They're solo first place right now, and they may be solo first place by the end of the day. Oklahoma State winless in league. Leading in Manhattan right now, 59-53, 59-54. K-State could join Texas Tech at 4-1, and one, but they've got to come back to beat the Cowboys, as you just never know, in the Big 12 day-to-day. Mark Pope is with us here courtside on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Uh, Coach Pope, uh, a game that got away after halftime, your, your postgame summation of this one. Um, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I felt like, you know, I'm really proud of our guys. Uh, you know, they fought, um, you know, uh, tried to stem the tide. I felt like... Uh, you know, we started the game really, really aggressive and pretty fearless and um, and uh, executing a high level. And, and, you know, Richie was kind of thrown in the fire at the last second. I thought he responded really well. And, um, you know, we just came, man, our first couple of minutes out of halftime, um, just uh, doing exactly what you kind of dread doing, which is uh, giving Texas Tech some life on easy transition buckets. We've been so good at transition defense all year long and felt like we really um, – you know, we really became porous uh, in that space in the second half, partly due to turnovers, partly due to um, just just poor poor communication and transition, and and um, and it got him going. And, and, and you know, our guys uh, tried to rise up several times and, and stem the tide, and we just couldn't do it. And um, you know, this league, shake your head, right? You've not seen a twenty-two to four uh, points off a of turnovers deficit all yeah. year, certainly. Yeah, and that's a. Uh, 
you know that was um you, you know it's, especially when it's only 12 turnovers right um so uh, they just uh were able to capitalize on every single turnover um and and you know that's something we'll learn from we'll grow from and and uh you know, but that certainly, you know, was a little bit of a gut punch for us. And, and, and you know, us, you know, we, we, we got a little stagnant in the second half. Uh, we got a little on our heels. The momentum in these buildings is pretty special. And, and uh, we just couldn't, couldn't quite, you know, couldn't quite, uh, like I said, stem the tide. Yeah, Coach Pop Isaacs has, has a big game. I know that, you know, in your playing career, you've seen guys get hot. And it's hard to just... You know, one guy can take over a game. It seemed to happen tonight. What in the future, though, how, as a coach, how do you try and take a guy that is special like that when he is getting hot? Well, I mean, what things can you do ideally for a guy like that? Yeah, there, you know, it's, it's it's super interesting. So, um, you know, there's uh, any number of ways you can attack it. You can attack it by changing schematically, uh, completely changing schematically. One of the dangerous things about Texas Tech is they're almost a 1.5 points per possession offensive team against zone this season which is really insane so and and sure enough we went to his own one possession they banged a three uh they feel a little bit like us that way we're, we're also uh you know just terrifying to try and zone against and um so you you kind of lose a little bit and, and actually they hit two threes against winners uh one possession we went to Seminole underneath out of bounds and they banged a corner three also uh, so they were six they were three points per possession against our two possessions of zone that clearly was not working either way either form um and 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 then you can you know he's uh they're just lived off a high ball screen they lived off a high ball screen occasionally run him off a stagger a single double and uh he made some really tough shots um and and you know our our um you know our ability to change up uh looks defensively um is somewhat complicated based on the personnel that we have uh, but certainly we need to find uh, ways to slow a guy down this that hot for sure. Speaking of personnel, when did Richie know that he'd be starting today, and what is our status for Noah? Uh, he knew it about uh, t- two hours before tip, and um, Noah is doing okay. He's just he's uh, you know dealing with a health issue right now. That he picked up in the Iowa State game, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, at, at some point, Coach, you're going to feel like you've got a full team, but <laughs> it's, it's been kind of week in, week out. You're dealing with something, it seems like, with, with your guys. Health-wise, yeah, but I think I think that's also the the punishment of this league, right? Mm-hmm. It's and, and we're gonna have to do better. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to do better than we're doing right now at, at actually being healthy. That's actually a really important part of of um, playing at this level um, is is being able to consistently put a crew out on the floor where you have some continuity. That's gonna be really important for us and. And so, you know, we have a elite level performance team. We got to find a way to do this better. That's it's, um, and and it's you know you you don't think about that all the time, but you know it's going to be important for us moving forward. I do want to shout out Townsend Triple, uh, who got meaningful minutes tonight and made a real big first half shot for you, and and he came in when you needed a body out there to help you out. Yeah, and, and you know I, I probably could have run him a little bit uh, in the second half. He got pretty he got pretty blitzed. Um, in his rotation, but he, you know, listen, um, I've said this before, Townsend Triple is, is, is somewhere in this in this space of, you know, I mean, it's hard to compare anybody to this, uh, 
this bean from Utah State, but Townsend Triple could be a guy like that that um, takes the hard uh, walk-on path and becomes a really special player. All of us trust him. All of us like him. Uh, you know, he comes to compete every day. He's really smart, and he's fearless, and he, he's got good instincts. And so, you know, there's a chance if, you know, if, if Noah, d- depending on his timing, that, you know, we're going to need to call his number some more. And uh, it's really hard to do, man. It's, a, it's an art. Um, to to sit and sit and sit and sit and then be ready in a high level game like this, but he 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 helped us tonight. Townsend was a team high plus seven and eight minutes of play today. We'll come back with the closing comments from the coach. The BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continues live from Lubbock on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to United Supermarkets Arena here in Lubbock, Texas. BYU falls to 2-3 and three with the 85-78 defeat at the hands of the Red Raiders. Uh, and in this uh, Big 12 conference right now, 13 of, or rather 11 of the 14 teams are either 3-2 and two or 2-3 two and three at this moment. And Coach Mark Pope, that just kind of speaks to the overall either depth or parity or unpredictability of this tremendous conference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty great. Like, guys, um, you know, I I think I said this at Central Florida, uh, you know, kind of win or lose. um, You just throw it out there and and put everything you have on the floor, and you just get to play in these incredible venues. And, I mean, this place was fire tonight. Like, this, this place was unbelievable um and it's awesome and we got to find a way to win these games and and uh but man it's um you just watch you know you look at you look at uh, you know Kansas going down tonight at West Virginia and all the craziness that's happening in this league right now it's um it is it is everything we could hope for and uh, these venues are spectacular, and the teams we're playing against are elite level, and and um, it's going to make us keep getting better and better, and, and we're excited about it. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of emotional time to waste right now. Uh, you know, we got 72 hours, and, and we're playing a massive game at home against Texas. So Houston. Against, uh, it's Houston first. Right. Uh, and so um, let's go. Come on. So excited. Yeah, this building reminds me a little bit of the pit, Mark, that, you know, the crowd gets so crazy. You, you, the harder you squeeze onto it, the, the, the more sand goes through your fingers, it seems like. And it seems like that happened to your guys a little bit tonight. But you're playing so well. You have double-digit leads in most of these conference games. And, and there appears to be a fall-off late in the second half. I know you guys look at it. You examine yeah. it. I, what's the diagnosis there, and where do you want to go with this team to, to make them better well, in this situation. you know, it's interesting. Our movement is so good. Our movement was just elite level in the first half. And then and we just get a little bit, you know, tonight. And it's understandable. Like, you know, everybody experiences the same thing, right? Um, uh, you know, you're, you're, you have a great flow and then it slips away. And then, and then, you know, us continuing to keep trusting how we do this is really important. And and tonight, again, we had some plays where it's just like, oh, 
uh, you know, we clearly missed some shots that we love. We actually got uh, we got some really good stuff in the second half, um, and and we got some stuff that ended up being a little stagnant. But mostly, it was just a you know, it was just a kind of a, a defensive breakdown from the beginning of transition to to ending up on the glass. We just we just couldn't quite figure it out. Um, but you're gonna have games like this, man. Um, you know, listen, you, you got to credit Pop Isaacs. You know, that's an incredible performance. And, and, you know, we have to find ways to slow him down. And, and, uh, and, and you know, that's on us. And there's going to be times when guys raise up and they're just, they're just uh, really incredible. So, um, you know, there's a lot, a ton of learning and growing for us to do. Um, we're, there's nothing unique about our situation right now. Um, you're seeing uh, every team in the league go through this, and this is kind of what it is. And that's what we need to chalk it up to. We, you know, we, we got to stay focused on what we do great. We got to do a little bit more. We got to do a little more consistently. And, and we know we have the tools. Um, certainly it would help us to, if we could just be a little more healthy so we could just spread these minutes just a little more. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, I think it would help us. But, you know, hopefully that will come at some point in the season. It hasn't come yet. Eight and eight for Foose today. Points and rebounds. How's he coming along as he works his way back? Yeah, you know, I thought he uh, I thought he had a little life. It was the first time we kind of see him out there where he was. He had moments where I felt like he was not um, – really nervous about his leg so so that was a positive um you know clearly we got to turn clean up the turnover situation um you know that's you know tonight that was a third of our turnovers and that's just super expensive for us and it's it's something we'll clean up and we'll get better at and and uh you know we'll keep growing richie saunders gets thrown into the starting lineup and he scores 16 on six of nine and then dallin hall follows an 11 5 and 8 with uh a 12 Seven and 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 six today. He's had back-to-back really strong games for you. Uh, yeah, I thought. Yeah, guys playing tough, um, and we just you know we just we just couldn't quite um, we just couldn't quite like I said couldn't quite stem the tide tonight. And we got we got to figure out some new ways to approach it and some more decisive ways to approach it, whether that be personnel or schematically or or um, you know. Uh, even just straight up matchups, I think we can find uh, potentially some better answers, and we will. Okay, we're going to get you to the airplane here, but a couple quick things to finish things out. Uh, you're now back home for for that rare week where you get consecutive home games on a Tuesday, Saturday with Houston and Texas coming to your place. Yeah, yep, we're, uh, we're excited to fly home tonight, and and uh, you know it, the most important for our guys uh, tonight is to spend the next 24 hours, um, you know, doing everything we can to get healthy. Like this, just get healthy. Um, that that does play a little bit of part in this, and then we'll we'll rip this uh, you know game to pieces and and learn what we can and and uh, stick with what uh, the guys are doing well and and uh, jump into um, the fray again on Tuesday. This is you know this is uh, you know it's 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 awesome, guys. Let's go. Finally, BYU brought a basketball team to West Texas for the first time in 28 plus years whether it was the folks who came out last night to be with you or the fans behind the bench today, Cougar Nation showing up again in a, in a far-flung venue for you. And I thought it was great to see them and hear them and, and have them be a part of this environment. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so, it's so incredible. and just so, you know, such, so devastating us that we couldn't deliver the win. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, this team, you know, we, we're – Whew. We are we are a work in progress, and we're going to continue to get better. Coach, thank you. We'll see you back in town. Thanks, bud. All right, that is Mark Pope. Mark Durant and I back after this to wrap it up from Lubbock on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside here in Lubbock, Texas, United Supermarket Serena, the USA, as uh, Texas Tech comes back from down 16 at the break to win it by 7 at the end, 85 to 78. Let's take a look now at our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game. Brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. Uh, you've, you've heard the cliche, whether it's about the NBA or any other college basketball league, uh, it's a make-or-miss league, and uh, sometimes it is just that. <laughs> BYU shot 55% in the first half, uh, including 50% from three. And in the second half, BYU's numbers dropped to 35 and 16, respectively. And that's how the, the lead slipped away and got away from BYU on this day. Uh, Mark, you, you made the point that the looks they were getting were some of the ones you want to have, most of the ones you want to have. And, and uh, after such uh, great productivity in the first half, things kind of dried up here in the West Desert in half number two. Yeah, that first couple of minutes of the second half was rough because if you do hit, you had open looks, you hit those, you're up 20-plus, and that really is discouraging for Texas Tech. And uh, as it was, they – got the misses they score some and now all of a sudden they think they're in it and the crowd's in it and so those those kind of moments can uh, change games and uh you know listen it's it's been uh, as good as BYU's been this year it's a little bit Jekyll and Hyde-ish from first to second half but you see when they do put together a good second half like they did against Iowa State it's pretty pretty impossible to stop them and preseason, they were better in the second half. But uh, th- there's a, there's an issue, and, of course, Coach Pope knows about it. And I think if he had a, a healthy complement, I think maybe guys are getting tired and getting, getting you know, uh, uh, they get worn down towards the end of the game. If you have Noah Waterman, maybe that helps. He's a really long defender uh, and can do a better job. So, I mean, there's issues I'm sure they're working on. It's not something that they haven't noticed, and but it's still a problem, no question. And he hasn't wanted a lot, wanted to talk a lot about it this year. But today he was actually offering it up more uh, readily that that the health of this team is an issue right now, and the inability to keep enough players healthy is an issue. He brought it up and, and said we've got to find a way to get more guys on the floor to be able to stretch these minutes out. And again, game in, game out, it's who's out tonight, and that's got to stop at some point, you know, for them to get the most out of this team. And you hope that Noah Waterman's absence is a one-game deal only. It was that way for Trevin Nell and, and Foose, but. Um, you know, it, it just you, with a full group, you like what you put out there. And, and uh, credit to BYU for getting a split in this week when they didn't have yeah. Trevin and, and Foose on Tuesday and worked without Noah Waterman today and, and threw Richie in there with uh, short notice. He wasn't part of – he was part of the shoot-around, certainly, and you know the scout, but, but that wasn't his – you know, he was learning some things on the fly here today, and I thought he did really well in the minutes he got. So uh, Coach Pope acknowledging BYU's got to find a way to get a, kind of get ahead of this thing and, and get guys – healthy together healthy and it's hard to do in a league as physical as the big 12 for sure yeah I mean that was kind of the the idea early is that that was really going to be their strength that BYU could just put in five new guys and they have all the energy and it's you have zero drop off and now you're looking seven 
seven guys, maybe eight if you're lucky. And The Dawson-Baker uh, absence Dawson. is huge, by the way. It doesn't get talked a lot enough or talked maybe about enough, but hoping to have him and then not having him for the season um, is a big hit. He's a unique player for this team, and, and uh, you, you pick up and move on. But, man, uh, the Khalifa-Baker additions were going to be big difference makers for BYU, and now you're left to just the one. And it's a big addition and really important in Ali, but uh, not having Dawson uh, hurts the depth, and then you just can't drop guys off from game to game and not have it affect the overall uh, team performance. And we kind of saw that, especially the later the game gets. Yeah, de- definitely seem to be faltering later, which could be – you know, the guys are getting worn down uh, by the game. Also, part of it is maybe, you know, you get used to the groups that you play with and the rotations, and then you take guys out of that, then you're playing with guys that maybe you're not as comfortable with. And, you know, the other thing I thought probably was the most disappointing other than kind of the poor shooting in the second half was the fact that Texas Tech only had six turnovers. There's been several games recently, at least in my mind, that, that there have been single digits on the other side. And I think BYU is a better defensive team than that. I think they should be forcing turnovers. And when you talk about defense late in the game, you know, be the aggressor. Really overplay the passing lanes. Maybe you get beat back door, but really get after it in the, in the second half. Create some turnovers. You can't let a team like Texas, home, uh, Texas Tech at home not, you know, get – you run their stuff and get in the paint, score, and not have turnovers. It's just too hard. All right. Uh, on those comments from Mark, uh, let's wrap it up. I want to find out, by the way, on that note, um, the because you know, watching the Houston game uh, and Houston, a tremendous uh, turnover forcing team. Uh, they gave it up 14 times at Houston, and that number went down to six today against BYU. All right, that'll do it uh, for today. Let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio. James Finlayson and Ethan Arkell, our control board operators, Maya Tippett, our studio editor, Terry South, our coordinating producer, and Cleon Wall, our studio host, Barry Squires, our engineer, and on the operations side of things, Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman. Thanks to BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex and to his counterpart from Texas Tech, Wes Bloomquist. Our appreciation to Jeff Haxton, Texas Tech radio play-by-play broadcaster, for his pregame comments with us. And, of course, we had Coach Pope with us on postgame. So for all those folks and my partner, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Lubbock, Texas.